to another great episode of The Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Brian, where they talk bourbon and, of course, drink bourbon. Grab yourself a pour, kick back, and enjoy another trip down the bourbon road. Very excited to have BlantonsBourbonShop.com as a new sponsor for the Bourbon Road Podcast. In fact, this podcast is brought to you by Blanton's Bourbon Shop. BlantonsBourbonShop.com is the only official merchandiser for Blanton's, the original single barrel. Looking for a unique gift? Blanton's Bourbon Shop has got you covered. BlantonsBourbonShop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. You know, friends, it's never too early to start planning your trip to the Bourbon Trail for 2023. We hope you'll join the Bourbon Road crew as we pull out all the stops this year at Bourbon on the Banks. So mark your calendars for October 6th and 7th, and we'll plan on seeing you in Frankfort, Kentucky. Be sure to listen in during the halftime break for all the details on Bourbon on the Banks. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Bourbon Road Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Shannon, and with me today in the studio is Brian Hyatt. Brian, welcome back. Hey, Jim. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's been kind of a busy week for you, hasn't it? A lot going on at the end of the school year, right? That's right. We've uh, we've made our rounds, a high school graduate and an eighth grade graduate, and actually tomorrow morning we're going for the last one of the year with the kindergarten graduate. Oh, my goodness. Lots of fun, lots of memories, but at least you get to take a, a few minutes tonight to have a, a couple glasses of whiskey to sort of chill out and, and relax and uh, kind of take a load off your feet, right? That's right. It is It is much needed right now. All right. Well, the kind of the theme of the show today is Tennessee whiskeys or Tennessee bourbons. Uh, I think in the case today, we've got you each have a Tennessee whiskey. I have a Tennessee rye. I think you have a second Tennessee whiskey, right? That's correct. Okay. So we're going to drink through a number of Tennessee whiskeys today. But um, one thing I did want to say is we had someone join the bourbon roadies and they came in and we had just made an announcement that we were attending the, uh, the Tennessee whiskey trail experience in Nashville. And we were going to be there in force and, and uh, we hope to see some of our uh, our listeners there and our roadies. And this person made a comment that I thought this was a bourbon channel. Why are you going to a Tennessee whiskey event? And I don't know. I guess we, we just didn't take the time to explain. But, <laughs> you know, Tennessee makes some pretty good bourbon, too. And there's a lot of good Tennessee bourbons. Uh, I would say most of the distillers in Tennessee do produce a bourbon as well. Maybe not Jack Daniels, but most of them. That's right. There's some fantastic ones. There really are. And there really are. But, you know, sometimes that you, you got to, let's just say you got to pick your fights, right? You don't always have to come back with all the knowledge. Sometimes you just nod your head and move on and, and you just let it, let it ride. But, you know, I think, uh, there's a big misconception out there. There's still that big misconception that bourbon is made in Kentucky and the rest of the world doesn't make bourbon. Well, the rest of the world doesn't, but the rest of America certainly does, right? 
That's right. I mean, there's some great bourbons from the West Coast. You can get bourbons from the South, from the Southwest. There's tremendous bourbons out of Colorado and Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan. I mean, all over the place. So uh, there's a lot to be explored out there in the bourbon world. And yes, folks, in fact, Tennessee does have bourbon whiskey down there. And if you want to get technical about it, most of these Tennessee whiskeys do qualify as bourbon. They do uh, have 51% corn in their mash bill. They do enter into a white oak barrel, a new oak barrel, charred, and they do age. And, and you know what? That pretty much qualifies it, right? So uh, there's a lot of Tennessee whiskeys that are bourbons that are just not called bourbons because they're called Tennessee whiskeys because they get at that extra Lincoln County process where they filter the the distillate through that maple charcoal. But we, uh, we've gotten our glass the Uncle Nearest 1856 Premium Whiskey. You've got the same thing I've got here, Brian. And I don't think we've had the Uncle Nearest on the show before, at least to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, I don't re- recall it being on the show at all, so pretty cool. Yeah. So this is kind of a historical whiskey. Uh, it uh, It's 100 proof, and we'll go into the details after we drink it, but it's kind of, uh, it's got this great story that goes with it this great story about uh, nearest green and uh, his uh, his relationship with Jack Daniels and how they produced whiskey together many, many years ago. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit more after we taste it. Brian, will you say we uh, knows it, taste it and tell everybody what we think. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. You know, it's got kind of a, a nice, typical sort of medium amber color to it. It's 100 proof. The nose is really sweet. Kind of a honey sweetness with some caramel. It's got a little bit of an ethanol burn on the nose. What do you think? I think so. And, uh, you know, I think for me uh, on this one, I pick up a little more of the hay or uh, dried grass type note. Um, and that's actually something that I, I really do enjoy. I like, I like those uh, profiles on the nose. Yeah. I'd say it's got just a little bit of a hint of like nutty maple a little bit. Um, but mostly for me, it's the honey. You said the hay it's, uh, it's kind of pleasing. It's a, it, the nose is not too, hot it doesn't burn your nose too much but you do get a little bit of that ethanol burn at 100 proof expect a little bit let's taste it cheers cheers yeah nice subtle sweetness a little bit more maple kind of nutty Did you get a lot of sweetness up front or? I did. Yep. A lot of sweetness up front. It starts to really, uh, you know, coat my tongue on the sides pretty good. You know, I get that, uh, you know, maybe it's just where I'm at today, but it really uh, is making me salivate a little bit more than than some (laughs) others. So, well, you've been out with. You've been without for just a little bit, so this is kind of hitting a spot for you, I'm sure. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think it's a nice palette. It's a little bit buttery. It's got kind of a, I don't know, a, a good oak honey caramel flavor to it. A little bit of nut. And uh, I think it's a pretty good experience. The finish on it is pleasant and medium to long, I think. So I, mm-hmm. I'm very pleased with that. I was going to say that I definitely feel like the, uh, for me, the finish is a little bit more on the longer side. Uh, not, you know, not incredibly long, but uh, I was just going to say long for me. Um, I do pick up maybe a little bit more of the the spice uh, towards the end, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a ton of spice by any means. Yeah, I think that this could sort of fit in your wheelhouse as an essential whiskey. And when I say an essential whiskey, what I mean is something that uh, you got to have on your bar, something that mm-hmm. you you don't let yourself run out of. It's a little bit upscale from a Jack Daniels, a little bit upscale from a uh, you know some of the other kind of Tennessee whiskeys, American whiskeys that are out there. So it's a it's a little bit. Um, more enjoyable. This would hold up well in a cocktail. It's definitely good Mm -hmm. for sipping. Uh, The bottle is fantastic. Tall, sleek, kind of square, rectangular shaped. Great label. Mm -hmm. I think it's an all-around good whiskey and one you should probably keep on your bar, particularly if you've got a love for Tennessee and, and and the things of Tennessee. If you're from Tennessee or you live in Tennessee, Uh, This is a whiskey to be proud of, I think. I'd agree with that. And I think, you know, for me, I I really enjoy this whiskey. Um, But I think there's so many talking points behind it that if you if you want to dig into the history of a whiskey and and share kind of a a story that I feel like a lot of folks don't know unless they've, you know, seen it in a show or or read a little bit about it. Um, So I think it's, it's a good whiskey. And I think it just is elevated a little bit because there's such a cool story behind it. Absolutely. Well, you know, they have a number of expressions and I, I strongly encourage anyone who's listened to this episode now to go to uncle nearest, learn a little bit about the brand, a little bit about the expressions they have. Uh, the uncle nearest 1856, 100 proof premium whiskey is what we're drinking today. And I'd actually picked up this bottle a few weeks ago. We were actually going to meet Victoria Edie Butler. She was uh, in Louisville for the Oaks and we were supposed to have a, a podcast with them while they were here. But I think the party got a hold of us. So we ended up too busy, t- having too much fun, and the, the podcast never happened. And we're going to reschedule for a later date. But I thought, you know, why not? Let's get this bottle on air. Let's drink it. Let's talk about it. You and I both have one. So it's a it's a good choice for us to, to go ahead with. And, and I'm sure Victoria... Will be uh, great to have on the show when the time comes, and maybe we'll go down to Uncle Nearest Distillery. And I think that would be uh, an amazing trip and and quite a bit of fun. Yeah, they're just a little bit outside of Nashville. Uh, well, a little bit, a little bit more than a little bit, but thirty forty minutes outside of Nashville, and it's a nice trip. And we had just went to Nashville this last weekend, Brian. I was real sorry you couldn't join us, but you had a lot going on. Yeah, I really, uh, really wish I could have been there. And, you know, if there were, if it was any other circumstance, I definitely would have uh, been able to attend. But with the, with the oldest one graduating high school, just couldn't, couldn't quite get away this time. And your daughter wasn't feeling real well. So all that added together. And that's right. 
yeah, it was it was a it was a wild week for us, but uh, but we made it through, and here we are. And summer is right around the corner. Well, we did go on down to Nashville. Uh, we were there for Tennessee, the Tennessee whiskey experience. The Tennessee whiskey experience itself spanned uh, one, two, three, about four or five days over the course of a week with a bunch of events. Some of them were out at distilleries. Some of them happened downtown. Uh, we actually attended the the grand tasting event at the Ascend Amphitheater right there on the river in downtown Nashville. And I have to say, what a great event and and something they really I think they did a great job of putting it on. I really liked the way it was laid out and the number of distilleries that were there. They had great music, and we we went there. I think we spent probably about four hours at the event, so it was really good. And Thank you for the Tennessee Whiskey Trail experience for hooking Brian and I up with tickets for our wives and us to, to go there and and just enjoy a great day. We had a really good time. We got to meet a lot of distilleries. And I mean, there was probably 30 or 40 distilleries there. And a number of them we've been wanting to get on the show for a while now. But I'll just mention a few. Uh, we had company distilling. We had spent a little time talking with them. Jeff Arnett, who's the prior master distiller at Jack Daniels. He's now with company distilling. We got to taste through some of their stuff. And that was really cool. And hopefully pretty soon we'll be able to get him on the show. We did uh, stop by uh, Old Dominic Distillery. They had a booth there, and Alex Castle was there and spent a few minutes talking with her and tasting through their three series of bottled and bond whiskeys they had. Absolutely fantastic, and each very different from the other. So uh, we're looking forward to maybe getting Alex on the show again. She's been on twice already, but, you know, third time's a charm. Uh, bring some of those whiskeys in. Uh, we, uh, we spoke with Lost Lake Distilling. And we had bootleggers down there and Pritchard's Distillery. It was just a just an all-around good time. Everybody was so gracious. I think Millie and I had a little bit too much whiskey that day. I think <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. We, we had a great time. But we actually Ubered in, so we were on foot. It was all good. And uh, we spent about four hours there and... After seeing all our friends and having a good time running into a fruit, a few roadies down there, we made our way to Broadway. And uh, I'm Brian. I'm, I'm not sure what time we got home that night. <laughs> that sounds like a really good time. I saw a few few pictures from it, and it did look like y'all were having having a really really uh, good time down there. But I think one of the things I wanted to ask you because we haven't been able to speak a whole lot. Uh, since since you've been down and come back, but um, you know what what stood out to you uh, when you were down there? Obviously, you got to talk to a lot of different distilleries, but uh, was there anything else that really stood out from the experience that would uh, make other people really want to attend that next year? Yeah, here's what I you know, and, and Melanie and I talked about that. What they had done is they took the, the, I don't know if you're familiar with Ascend Amphitheater uh, in downtown Nashville, but it's right on the riverfront. There's a big grassy lawn behind it. And uh, they had set up on that big lawn and uh, they had a VIP tent at one end. And then they had uh, the distilleries all set up in a big giant circle, like a, you know, circle the wagons, right? You know, you big Mm -hmm. giant circle of all these distilleries. And uh, then in the middle, they had an island 
of distilleries set up in tents. So it was like this giant donut, right? With a hole in the middle. And, and the, the great thing about it was, is you could just make this circle, but you could see all the way around it as you went around and you could go back over when somebody became available to talk to the center had probably six or eight distilleries in it. And there was probably 30 around the outside. So just, it was really nice the way it was set up because you did, it wasn't one of those things where, you know, sometimes when you go to a flea market or you go to a, a big event, you have to have a system in order not to miss a row or miss mm-hmm. people. This was, there was no way that was going to happen here. It was very well organized and everybody was in this nice little kind of a corral situation. Uh, not too big, not too small, just the right size. And it took us about four hours to visit everybody and try their try their whiskeys. We did go back to a couple places to revisit and either retry the same whiskey again because we really liked it or mm-hmm. to try something we didn't get on the first time through because everybody brought probably three or four, maybe five expressions of their whiskey. So there was a lot to, a lot to taste there. Wow. Was there anything, I'm, I'm sure there was more than one, but was there anything that you had not had before that stood out to you when you were yeah, there? Yeah, so I hadn't had uh, the company distilling products from Jeff Arnett, and uh, they were fantastic. He had a rye that was just out of this world. I wish I had written down and taken some notes, but that was about two hours into my four-hour journey, and I was not going to take notes at that point. But uh, I will tell you this, uh, Company Distilling is kind of new on the scenes. Jeff is a seasoned professional. He's, like I said, he was at the reins at Jack Daniels for quite some time. So he definitely knows what he's doing. Uh, His whiskeys are phenomenal. The rye is just, well, let's just say, uh, I think he won double gold in San Francisco on it. So it's it's a good rye. I was blown away by it. and, And I would highly suggest that. People check that one out. Uh, the second one is probably the Bottle and Bond from uh, Old Dominic Distillery was really good. They had three separate releases there. We tried one, two, and three, and I think most of us preferred batch one. Not hugely over the others, but just subtly, you know, we preferred batch one. But nevertheless, uh, the others were, were phenomenal. So that's a, that's a good one, too. Nice. There's a lot of a lot of moonshine there. Was there anything new from the moonshine scene? The, any new brands that you hadn't really come across before? Uh, well, no. I mean, pretty much Sugarlands was there, and uh, Old Smoky was there, and uh, let me see, what's it? Bootleggers was there. Uh, there were a couple others. I, I apologize if I don't remember your name, but uh, we had. Uh, we had quite a few sips of whiskey while we were there. So met a lot of people, <laughs> shook a lot of hands, handed out a lot of business cards, scheduled a lot of uh, future podcasts, but um, just a, an all around great day. Really, really good time. And uh, oh, I do remember this old Smokey had just won and they didn't, the people that were working the booth didn't know this, but I knew it. I said, you realize you guys just won the Ascot award for one of your, moonshines and they said we did we didn't know that and i said yeah you're um banana pudding they had a vanilla banana pudding you know the banana pudding one and they said oh we have that here so i got to drink that and uh it was really super good but so fred minnick awarded them the ascot award on that particular moonshine 
and it was very tasty. You know, I'm a big fan of all of those moonshines and the and just the uh, the many different uh, flavors that they put out. Uh, you know, they do a great job of coming up with new ideas and different things. And, uh, you know, I have this, this thing that I go through where I actually mix different moonshines together to come up with additional flavors. Uh, and I can't say that Leslie's a big fan of it when I do that, but I do a little bit of blending there with those uh, moonshines to have a little fun. Another thing that was kind of cool there, Brian, is they had, uh, they had like a, the national contention of whiskey university instructors there. So there was like 30 instructors from the whiskey university there from all over the country. And, uh, wow. they're they all wearing their t-shirts or their, their polo shirts. And it's pretty cool. I met, a, met quite a few of them, uh, but it was really nice. They had kind of treated that as their, their one adventure of the year every year. So that was kind of nice. That's very cool. All right, so we're going to keep sipping on our Uncle Nearest 1856. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got another whiskey for you from Tennessee and more stories. So stick around. Blanton's Bourbon Shop has got you covered. All of their handcrafted wood products are made in their in-house wood shop with authentic bourbon barrels. Specializing in barrel-aged potent treats, they use Blanton's barrels to age their own maple syrup, honey, and coffee. Find the most unique gift ideas for your golf lover, cigar connoisseur, avid coffee drinker, and Blanton's fan. Want to win an authentic Blanton's barrel head? Make sure you sign up for the giveaway on the homepage of their website. Blantonsbourbonshop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. As we mentioned earlier in the show, we hope you'll join us this fall on October 6th and 7th for Bourbon on the Banks. The festival itself is from 2 to 6 p.m. on October the 7th, and you can pick those tickets up at bourbononthebanks.org for $65. They also have an early access ticket for $75. It'll get you in an hour early and definitely get you access to some special pours. But if you always like that VIP access, this year they're bringing in the VIP access tickets. We'll give you access to their VIP tent and all the great things that go along with that for $175. Be sure to check out bourbononthebanks.org. You'll get all the details on this year's event. All right, folks, so we are back. We had a little break there. Uh, Brian and I both poured just a little too much of the Uncle Nearest in our glass, so it took us a little longer than normal to get through it. We hope you enjoyed listening about our sponsors during the break. We certainly encourage you to patronize our sponsors and and check out what they have going on. Uh, they do help the Bourbon Road get down the road and do that next episode. So thank you very much to BlantonsBourbonShop.com and BourbonOnTheBanks.org. Brian, what do we have in our glass this time? And it's not the same. So you've got something different than I do. Yeah, so this is actually... Uh, one of my favorite 
the bottles that I kind of have stuck back on the shelf a little bit and don't I honestly don't get it out very often, but I do like to share it with folks when, when they come over. So I have the Jack Daniels Sinatra select and it is uh, first off, it's a really cool bottle. You know, it has the Frank Sinatra hat there on the, on the neck and uh, just a, just a really cool looking bottle comes in a nice box and, and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm a big Frank Sinatra fan and, and that's what was the reason why I really went and bought this bottle. But as I continued to taste through it, I really uh, learned to, to love it and enjoy it quite a bit. So this is the same bottle a few episodes back when we had uh, charity on from the Tennessee whiskey trail. You tried to find that bottle and you couldn't locate it for the show, right? Mm-hmm. So you did find it. That's right. I think, you know, that, that just goes to show you sometimes you have a little too much whiskey on your shelves <laughs> when you're looking for something you can't quite get it. So this is something that was available uh, on the shelf. It was also available at the distillery gift shop for a while there. Wasn't a cheap bottle, right? That's right. It's It ranges anywhere from... Hundred and sixty-five to two hundred dollars a bottle. Okay, and and I think we failed in the first half to mention the price on the Uncle Nearest eighteen fifty-six premium whiskey. Uh, that's about fifty dollars a bottle for those who are interested. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we we get so excited as we're drinking through the whiskey, we forget to talk about the particulars. But yeah, that's about a fifty-dollar bottle. So, mm-hmm. hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty. You said on the Sinatra. I've I've seen it as high as two hundred, but uh, I, I remember I paid right around one sixty five for this one. I actually bought this for myself uh, as I was celebrating uh, something from work that I was really happy about. Felt like I needed to go out and treat myself, so this is this is what I did. Awesome. Well, I am drinking the Davidson Reserve Tennessee Straight Rye Whiskey. And this is a particular favorite of mine because it is 100% Tennessee white cereal rye. So here's the distiller that's making another 100% rye whiskey. So definitely a challenge. If you've ever worked with rye, you know that it can be a bear in fermentation. So uh, it's great to have uh, a distillery taking it or embracing that challenge and and making a 100% rye. But this is a white cereal rye out of Tennessee keeping it local and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing, sharing my notes on this with, with everybody. So Brian, why don't we start with you though, with that Sinatra, because I'm, I'm sort of chomping at the bit. I know you're going to save me just a a small pour of it, but for now I just have to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am definitely going to save you a nice pour of this. I've got just enough here in the bottle for maybe two or three more pours, but you know, this, to me, this one is, uh, it's unique. It's, I mean, you can tell it's from Jack Daniels, but, uh, you know, on, on the nose it you, you get some of the banana bread and, and it's, it's fruity, um, definitely fruity. Uh, it's a, you know, compared to uncle Nears, definitely it, it's slightly darker, um, in color, but, uh, overall very, very pleasant nose. You're going to get something that's just just a little bit different from Jack Daniels than what you're used to. So what's the proof on it? So this is 90 proof. Okay. Got it. 90 proof and it comes in a 1 liter bottle. 
Well, that's a um, that's a bonus, it, right? So that, that is that's about twenty five, about thirty percent more whiskey, about a third more whiskey, right? Right, and it's it's a it's a big uh, you know it's a big bottle. It's thick. The base of it is a very thick base, and you know you you understand that you're getting you're purchasing a hundred and sixty dollar whiskey with this. I mean it it says it all over it. You can see from the way the bottle was made to uh, the nose through everything else. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to switch over here and let you contemplate your finish just a little bit there while I go ahead and take a sip of this one. So again, I'm sipping on the Davidson reserve Tennessee straight rye whiskey. This is 100% rye. It is pot distilled. It's a, 100% 100% Tennessee white cereal rye, so it's a local rye to Tennessee. That's surprising, right? Because rye is sort of a northern mm-hmm. crop, so having some rye come out of Tennessee, that's a that's a pretty cool thing. But this is out of the Pennington Distillery in Tennessee. Big player in the Tennessee Whiskey Trail experience this year. They had quite a, a setup down there, so it was great to see those folks down there and, and uh, get a chance to talk with them again. Boy, I tell you what, on the nose, it is like fresh herbs. Like, um, I don't even know what herbs they are, but yeah, like, uh, I won't say oregano because it doesn't have that Italian flavor to it, but maybe thyme. Definitely uh, aromatic herbs. A little bit of maple syrup to it, not too much. But it's got a spearmint note to it. So it's kind of a minty rye. I'm going to taste it, though. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, this is definitely a rye drinker's rye here. A lot of great rye things going on here. Very uh, herbal, very um, spice drops kind of. It, it definitely has a lot of spearmint in it or peppermint. Not spearmint. I'm definitely going to say spearmint. The rye is very much forward on it. It's kind of got um, holiday spice feel to it. Very nice, nice rye. Very delicious rye. Very aromatic. Very, uh, I won't say fruity, but very herbal. Extremely herbal. A little bit of cinnamon. But apple, maybe. Just a just a wonderful expression of Tennessee rye. So very much enjoyable. How how's that finish, Brian? I mean, it's it's really good. So I'll say on the palate for me on this one, um, it, you definitely have the bananas and and the cherries. Uh, raisin definitely comes through. Um, there's uh, the oak is noticeable for sure. Um, but, you know, I think uh, I think what's interesting to me is really just the banana seems pretty, pretty amped up, um, which is cool. You know, I don't don't think that that's, you know, something that you typically get from from a Jack Daniels having the banana come through so strong and uh, definitely sweet. You know, it's a sweet sweet cherries uh you know that that type of uh palette so 
Uh, you know, the finish is, is nice. It's, I wouldn't say that it is uh, super long or anything, but it's kind of a velvety uh, finish. But I, I think it's just, just a nice, sweet, and, uh, you know, obviously I had the, the hundred proof uncle nearest before this. So this is 90 proof, you know, it's going to, it's going to feel a little bit different right now, probably than it would have, if we would have started with this, but, uh, um, man, it, it's, it's good. I can't wait for you to try it, Jim. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And there may be still a few bottles out on the shelf. There are sometimes these, uh, these special releases like this tend to hang out on a few shelves here and there. So keep your eyes out for it. Uh, it is a little expensive, 165 you said. So uh, if you could find it at a bar, definitely something you want to take a taste of beforehand. But uh, what would you say, Brian? Is it definitely a buy if you find it on the shelf? Uh, well, so I, I do think it is. And especially if you're a Frank Sinatra fan, it's just even more reason to go get it. You know, I I can listen to Frank Sinatra every day. So, uh like I said, that was the main reason. It was a very cool bottle. I loved the way it looked. Uh, but then when I opened it up, I was I was so pleased with with what I got. All right, so the Davidson Reserve Rye that I'm sipping on uh, definitely going to be a thumbs up for me. Go find it. Go get it. If you're a rye drinker, if you're looking for something that is uh, floral and herby and uh, and, you know, refreshing, minty, kind of, a, you know, a nice 100 proof, clean your palate kind of rye, right? It's just, just real refreshing. Then this is one for you. This is going to, you're going to find this in the 50 to $60 range. And it is uh, pretty well available. So keep your eyes out for it. This is the Davidson Reserve Tennessee Straight Rye Whiskey. It is pot distilled. It is 100% rye. It is uh, made from 100% Tennessee sourced white cereal rye. So these guys are keeping it real and keeping it local. Uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to keep sipping on it here while we talk about some other things, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. So we got some shows coming up. You know, we have talked to a number of distilleries. We've got some trips coming up. We've got some shows coming down the pike we you know we kind of talk about these in advance and sometimes they happen and sometimes they don't sometimes we get some conflicts and scheduling issues and things don't happen as we plan i think we told everybody about the upcoming uncle nearest episode and then in fact that didn't happen uh, but we'll catch up on that later we'll get them on the show and we'll have a great great episode with them but uh so pretty soon we're going to have on bluegrass distillers we're going to be going down there and and hanging out with our good friends, uh, Sam Rock, we're going to be uh, drinking some of their whiskey. They've got some amazing whiskey aging in their warehouse there. And they're kind of our neighbors over there in Lexington, Kentucky. That's going to be a great, a great trip. We've also got another trip we're going to make down to Tennessee here real soon. Hopefully, we're going to get down to Pigeon Forge area. We've got a couple of distilleries down there that have invited us down. We've got another distillery that's invited us down to Bristol, all the way on the east end of Tennessee. It would be nice to get there during a race, wouldn't it, Brian? 
Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely. So I think we'd like to definitely get back down there. Um, we are also, for those who are curious, we, we always talk about Berman on the Banks. That's our big event of the year. That's the place we like to let it all hang out. Uh, we have, uh, we have a distillery who's decided to be our partner for that. And I think we announced this earlier, but we'll reiterate it now. Uh, Lawrenceburg bourbon company is going to be in our tent. We've got a four, we've got a 40 foot tent. We're going to have again this year and we're going to have the bourbon roadies bar and all our merch is going to be there. Brian and I are going to be there shaking hands and rubbing elbows and drinking whiskey with all our friends. Uh, we're going to have a number of uh, notable people stopping by to hang out with us. And uh, Lawrenceburg Bourbon is going to have their bar set up in our tent. And they're going to be pouring from two separate barrel picks. And uh, Brian and I had selected a barrel, but uh, we're going to go back and select another barrel here probably in a week or two, right? That's right. I'm looking forward to that big time. And I think we're going to make a show out of that, folks. So if if you like to uh, sort of hang out for a barrel pick tasting as we choose through some barrels and pick which barrel we're going to bring to bourbon on the banks, definitely be listening for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Greg Keeley, uh, the main man in charge down at Lawrenceburg Bourbon, Co- Bourbon Company has been so gracious to us, and uh, he's offering up a couple of barrels uh, that are going to be chosen, and they're going to be available not only for tasting at Bourbon on the Banks, but there's going to be bottles for sale there as well. So you'll be able to walk away with a bottle if that's what uh, if, that, if that's what you have in mind. So definitely be listening for that to come up here real soon. All right, folks, you've probably seen uh, a number of posts out there in social media, both on Facebook and Instagram. Well, heck, also on TikTok from uh, some of our good friends, our listeners, and also some of the people who've been guests on the show. Uh, We've got our new Bourbonista t-shirts out there for the ladies. So if you're a lady and you're a listener of the show or you're a guy and you've got a lady who likes bourbon, definitely go to thebourbonroad.com and check out uh, our shop there. Check out the Bourbonista t-shirts. It's so funny. Well, it's it's funny, but it's cool at the same time, right, Brian? I mean, it's it's uh, sort of the ladies' version of I drink bourbon and I don't care, right? That's right. I've, and I've been seeing those around a little bit more. So, so pretty cool to to see the pictures floating around and and, and the ladies wearing those shirts. Uh, a lot of lot of fun to see that. Yeah, I think around. it's a fun shirt, and uh, it certainly helps us. And what we're trying to do. So anytime you buy a T-shirt from the Bourbon Road, you help us get on to that next interview, that next. We don't do Patreon, right? We don't do, uh, you know, uh, pay for events and things like that where we gather money. We have sponsors and we sell T-shirts. So it's it's a way to help us out. So if you've uh, if you've got a lady in your life or you are a lady and you think you'd like to have yourself a really cool bourbon shirt, Check out the Bourbonista t-shirt on the bourbonroad.com. Brian, I've had a great time today. We've tasted through a, a couple of Tennessee whiskeys each. We didn't have a Tennessee bourbon on today, but folks, they do exist. They absolutely do exist. And uh, you can get bourbon out of Tennessee, right? That's right. All right. So you can find us on all the social medias. You can find the Bourbon Road on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on 
Our private Facebook group, the Bourbon Roadies. We're about 3,500 strong on there. Brian, we got a few rules if somebody wants to join that private group, right? Well, we want to make sure that, number one, you're of legal drinking age. That's probably the most important. Um, we want to make sure that you uh, that you like whiskey and, and bourbon. And we also want to make sure that you play nice. We don't want you picking on anybody or, uh, you know, say anything bad about their selections on what they're choosing to drink or how they're choosing to drink it. It's just uh, it's a great community to uh, to share with each other. And, and we want everybody to play nice all the time. Yeah, You can get in some bourbon groups out there and people can be pretty ferocious. They can attack you for what you're drinking. They could tell you how silly you are. You don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, a lot of times that drives people away from the fun that is drinking whiskey. Right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, one of the things we can guarantee you that if you come to the bourbon roadies private Facebook group. Uh, you're going to be accepted. People are going to be nice to you. And if they're not, we've got a couple of headhunters that'll take you out pretty darn quick. So uh, <laughs> it's it's a good place to be. That's right. And please, please don't sell um, any bourbon or whiskey. We try to do a really good job of keeping that cleaned up. And uh, there's just so many folks that, that do try to jump in there and and, and do those things. So uh, always let us know if you see that, but we do keep try to keep a pretty close eye on that. And and if you're on uh, social media groups, if you're on Facebook groups, if 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 you see somebody offering bottles for sale, if you see somebody offering Pappy for sale or Weller or whatever it is, and the deal just looks pretty darn good, chances are you're going to get taken. They're going to take your money, and you're never going to see the bottle. It happens. Every day, mm-hmm. all the time, in every group, we try to make sure that it doesn't happen on the bourbon roadies. Once in a while, somebody will squeak through and do it anyway. And by the time we catch them, one of our listeners has been duped. So we feel terrible about that, but we warn everybody. We try to put protections in place to prevent it. So just don't do it. Don't buy whiskey from people you don't know online. Certainly don't give them money before you get your bottle. And if, if that's the case, you know, you're taking a chance. What was you? Because you're probably going to get taken. That's right. And there's a chance that it may not even be a real bottle. So keep that in mind. Even if you do get a bottle, it, you know, it could be a fake as well. So just, just be careful. There's a lot of, a lot of ways for people to take advantage. A lot of, of Pappy bottles filled with ancient age. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> not that ancient age is bad, but it's not worth $2,000, right? <laughs> It's not Pappy. Neither is Pappy. So (laughs) (laughs) that's right. (laughs) All right. Well, we do a show every single week, every Wednesday. You're going to hear an episode from the Bourbon Road. We hope you'll uh, you'll tune in every single week. There is a way to make sure you don't miss a show. And what is that, Brian? Well, you want to click subscribe on your your favorite uh, platform, whether that's Spotify or YouTube or uh, Google, or even uh, Apple podcast as well. So any of those, uh, you know, you can just click subscribe and you can always be alerted whenever the next show is getting ready to come out. All right. We'd love to hear from our listeners. If you've got an idea for a show, if you've got a distiller in your hometown that's doing it right, make sure you let us know about it. You can always send us a message on our website, thebourbonroad.com. That's where you'll find our episodes. That's where you'll find our blog articles. That's where you'll find our merch shop. That's where you'll find everything that we do. 
but you'll also find a contact us page there. So if you want to reach out to us, that's a good place to do it. You can also send us an email to team at the bourbon road.com. That'll come to Brian. That'll come to me. Uh, everybody will get a copy of it and uh, we'll make sure that you get a response. We'd love to hear about your ideas for a show. If you've got a guest or a distillery, we'll see if we can't get them on. It's been a pleasure to have you as a listener today. If you've got a friend that likes bourbon, if you've got family member that doesn't know about the bourbon road, make sure you let them know about us. We'd love to have new listeners. We hope to see you out and down. If you see it as a liquor store or an event, make sure you walk up and shake our hand. Brian's the, the tall guy with the beard. I'm the shorter guy with gray hair. Make sure you walk up and say hey to us. And it happens all the time and it feels really good when you do it. So uh, you won't you won't be uh, upsetting us at all. We we appreciate getting the opportunity to shake a hand of a listener. Right, Brian? Absolutely. All right. Well, it's been a great show. It's been a lot of fun. Tennessee Whiskey has had our mind for a little bit here. And it's good to give back to the great state of Tennessee. We hope to get down and visit a couple of distilleries there real soon. But in the meantime, we'll see you all down the, the bourbon, bourbon road. road.